I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we've started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Do you like pussy? Cats. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you followed that up because, you know. <laughs> or are you a nasty pussy. little thing? <laughs> Who taught you to kiss? Oh, that's so sad. Jimmy Sisto, such just a... like the asshole of our of the past 20 years. Yeah, just the but he's just also, good at playing that role. He's very attractive. Yes. And yes, it, it brings up conflicting thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, because for mm-hmm. for the first like half of this movie, it's like, oh, he's he's quite a little dish. Look at him. Yeah, he's a yeah, deep he's dish. Not... And then and he likes horror. And you know. yeah, he's like ditching work to like go see Argento movies. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's um, kind of a please, gatekeeper there. Like, like, oh, you've never seen trauma. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm not you know, a lot of people haven't drama. seen, especially when this was made. It was very hard yeah. to find a good print of that movie. It wasn't yeah. even on DVD. Calm yet. down. So, Jeremy slash Adam, you're going to need to calm it down with your Just disgusting gatekeeping of the horror community. <laughs> I mean, you could have said, hey, May, have you not seen, I don't know, Creepshow? So- something yeah. a l- <laughs> little more inviting, easier to find. But right. no, no, no. Right. He's like, yeah. you haven't seen trauma? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the first red flag right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a German Blu-ray, but we need, like, an American it Blu-ray. Doesn't a count. U.S. Blu-ray. It does not. No, these these foreign it. releases don't count. And I always hear that they're they're not like their transfers are always kind of off. Like mm-hmm. everyone always com- mm-hmm. complains. Like I think it's an old master from the Lionsgate days, and it's a little too grainy. But sometimes they smooth it a little too much, and it just doesn't mm-hmm. look natural and filmic. And so, well, I will admit that I watched a rip online, and it, it looks uh, decent. Uh, uh, uh. A what, uh, so. Kevin? A what? <laughs> you watched a rip? Uh, oh, I know. my God. It's not like I don't own two copies of this movie already, but... <laughs> oh, you've got two co- copies, eh? I don't know why I own two copies, but for some reason, I, I do. In case one breaks, oh. I guess. Yeah, you never... Yeah, back up May, you know? Yeah, you always gotta May- Mayday, back mayday, up that Mayday, Mayday. <laughs> mayday, Mayday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it looks decent. I think they could clean it up even more... Uh, Hopefully, yeah. This this deserves a nice like Screen Factory. Big it does. Or Severin, or somebody needs to put it out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Lionsgate still owns the rights. I'm assuming. I, I would know. assume. Yeah. I would, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's only been one digital release, and that was a DVD twenty fucking years ago. So I think it's time. Years ago. Yeah. It is. Mm. More than time. Get on it. Get on. This it. will be the decade of May. I'm calling mm. it. Okay. All right. Finally, she will get what she deserves. Love and appreciation. All about me. Mm. <laughs> Dear Angela. Yeah. Oh, she's so good in this movie. I mean, what a great performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the greats. She had just I think. done. She had just done the Carrie TV movie, like right before this, right? It yeah, I think she really shot right this, this before that, but mm. it didn't come out for a while. And I think while yeah. it was trying to come out and find distribution, I think that's when she shot that. Because I think someone saw her in that and said, oh, she'd be great as Carrie. Which, you know, actually, she was very good in that. I only saw it the first time it aired. I've been meaning to revisit it, but yes. Because it was was supposed to be a TV series, right, initially? And then they turned it into a a pilot. Well, it was going to be a pilot, and they turned it into a movie. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was going to be like her and Sue Snell going off and like fighting crime or something. I don't Mm. know. Yeah, that's a choice. It uh, was it was going to be uh, yeah, a lot of choices, I'm sure. <laughs> but mm. it just, you know, uh, I, I like the book a lot. And mm. I like that it 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 had more elements of the book, but it, you know, I think they got it right the first time in 76. I don't think you need all that mm. extra stuff. You don't need to see the town being destroyed. Because who cares? Yeah. You don't know anybody in the town except the people in the high school, so it doesn't really have any emotional impact. I love the story of Carrie, but none of the other films or even stage adaptations have really gotten it right. And mm. 
Mm-hmm. I think maybe that movie was just lightning in a bottle. Just the right cast, the right time. You know, I don't know. Probably. Probably, yeah. The musical's, like, it's campy, which is fun, but yeah. otherwise it's it's not particularly effective, like, dramatically. <laughs> no, it's like, um, I like all the stuff between Carrie and Margaret, but then, like, once they get back yeah. to the school stuff, I'm like, snooze. Yeah, right, right. It's, it's not right. very... Like I, Exciting. I could just watch e- e- Eve was weak on repeat, but yeah. everything else, I'm like, eh. Yeah, that song's great. Why are we talking about Carrie? Okay. Know, well, <laughs> it's very similar to May. <laughs> it is. It Angela Bett has played outcast. Carrie. It's all related. Right. Uh, <laughs> this does have some, like, kind of Rage Carrie 2 vibes, at least the, the first half of that movie, anyway, you know, with a drama aspect of it, anyway. Yeah, outcast, like relationship drama. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of that vibe, a little bit of like the gender's vibe, gender, gender snaps. I can't talk. A little bit of that kind of dark comedy ish, like deadpan Definitely. stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like the first time I saw this, I thought it was a lot funnier than I did rewatching it. Like I just thought it was oh, yeah. meant to be like a comedy. Yeah. And like rewatching it, I was like, this is really dark. <laughs> Anna Ferris thinks it's a comedy. Like she, she definitely is thinks it is. Lot. I mean, every scene of hers is like comedy gold. Still, <laughs> she's on um, her own little world. But I'm not. Sure. I've I've heard some some musings. You know, as yeah. certain parts of the horror community tend to do mm. every now and then Secrets. about mm. her mm. character and how she might be a predatory lesbian stereotype. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? Good for her. Good. <laughs> she's getting what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like she's a negative. She's just very self-absorbed. Like she's just in it for no. herself. She's not like and, a bad person necessarily. She's just kind of skanky, you know. She's like she fucking everybody, yeah, right? She's she doesn't like try to molest her. Or no, anything. not really. She's just very very forward, you know. Yeah. Which, uh, to be fair, like if it was a guy, nobody would be calling that person predatory. But because it's her, it's like oh, she's being a predatory person i feel like no she's a good foil for may who is like the more like repressed closed off person and then you have this other character who's very outgoing and devil may care and whatever Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's like it's kind of showing what she could be if if she just let herself go yeah and um and really the main creeper in this is may okay because i never realized it because i guess when i first saw it i was like you know this sort of shy closeted gay teen so like I related yeah. more to May in a way, mm-hmm. and rewatching it, I was like, she's really fucking creepy. Like she's just going up to this <laughs> random guy she's never said two words to in a coffee shop, and like sticking yeah. her hand all—I mean, her her face on his hand as he's sleeping. Right. And I'm like, what is? What are you doing, girl? Right. Choices here. She's relatable in some ways, and that she's just you know has not been seen her entire life and she yeah. had these parents who kept her like locked up essentially and were mm-hmm. like here's wear this eye patch because you'll make friends this way i'm like will she um <laughs> and uh, giving her dolls that she can't take out of the uh, creepy ass dolls but oh mind my you God. that she cannot take out of the package and the case and she has to lug around this giant case everywhere with its doll and it's just who designed this f- fucking doll it's like the scariest doll yeah yeah this is the scariest said... cinematic doll yeah, and they say the mom made it, and I'm like, okay, why? Like, why do you want your child to have nightmares? Like, <laughs> right. So scary. <laughs> yeah, the mom oh, is it's... an interesting character, because she has about, like, four lines in this movie. There was apparently a lot of cut scenes from the beginning of this. I would like to see that. That's Maybe that'll come up on the, the Blu-ray. I would but love to see that. This because is what IMDb said anyway. But yeah. I just wonder, like, you know, what what's her story? What's her agenda? What's she doing now? Yeah. And I like some of the, like the insightful stuff about like how, what did she say? Like, you know, when you talk to people and you like them, but then you see parts that you don't like. I'm like, that's pretty relatable. Yeah. Or know? do I ever. It's like, Christ. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, you like someone or whatever. And then you find out they voted for Trump or something. It's exactly. Like, well, <laughs> this it's like, is over. <laughs> I love horror movies, musicals, and Donald Trump. You're like, oh, so close. So close. <laughs> so, just, just, so I get the idea of like. What if I could just like find someone who had like all the parts that I like? Now I don't endorse like chopping them up into pieces. <laughs> to, don't to be do problematic, Kevin. We can't get canceled again. Oh, I'd be like the tenth time this week. <laughs> we Stop sending us angry hate mail. 
it's a, it's it's a lot it, like the movie no. Pieces, but with a lot more heart. Yeah, it is very Pieces. Now that you say it, yes. <laughs> Inspired by Pieces. Even the ending is like the same as Pieces, right? Because kind the, of, the, the yeah. thing comes comes to life and grabs him in the groin, which is yeah. sort of what happens at the end of this. Interesting. Well, hmm. I mean, you know, they had a little more class here. They didn't go a right for the groin. A little more. But no. <laughs> this is a classy film, Kevin. It played in festivals. <laughs> <laughs> it did it played in nine theaters <laughs> yeah it's such a shame it really is this was this movie yeah. it had a really tough time in terms of distribution and i yeah. think it's because they didn't know how to market it i mean it's not a movie you can easily sort of throw together in a minute or two because it's like is it a dark comedy is it a coming-of-age drama is it a horror movie what what is it exactly it's weird, and we talked about like horror. Horror is a weird place. Was in a weird place at that time period too. It was like all the quippy meta stuff was done for the most part, and then we hadn't quite got into all the torture porn stuff. So it was that kind of in between yeah. place with a lot of like Darkness Falls and you know these weird big budget dumb movies that are fun but like mm-hmm. dumb. You know, yeah. So this yeah. definitely didn't really fit into that. No, I was so it's, bummed. It's no out. Dracula two thousand. It's not, and you know, but what film can ever reach that height? <laughs> Different strokes. It's good. It's great in its own way, you know. But yeah, I saw it maybe probably two thousand four, two thousand five. It was on Showtime or Cinemax or something because mm. we had all had all the movie channels. So I just Ooh. remember flipping by it at night and just being like transfixed by it. You know, it's yeah. just one of those movies that just kind of grabs you pulls you in and doesn't let you go and then you get to that last scene and it's just like so fucking disturbing and yeah. <laughs> the eye the eye trauma is just oh i don't do eye trauma well i just don't no that's like one no. of the few things that will always fuck me up a lot of fascination with like the camera is always lingering on different body parts and everything which yeah. is good from her perspective that's kind of what she's always looking at she's not so much like sexual in terms of like human beings but she is sexual in terms of like individual body parts that she can turn into a human being i guess it's kind of weird i don't see may as a very sexual person she might be sort of asexual because even the scene with adam where like you know she bites his lip and stuff like she's just kind of like it's almost like she's doing doing something like that she might have seen on tv like she's she doesn't seem like she's i think they had just person. watched the the video of um yeah that he made the movie that he made of like cannibal cannibalism <laughs> and stuff so she was basically trying to do that to make him happy because that's what she thought that yeah. you know um he liked but yeah it's hard to know like what her sexual impulses are because yeah it's 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 very odd it, yeah it, she's she's kind of a stunted char- character and that's what yeah makes her that. so yeah like weirdly sweet in a way she should hang out with um why do i keep forgetting her name from office killer doreen oh doreen yeah they should be they now should be that's besties. a fucking pair oh my god can you <laughs> imagine so. the corpse parties alone would be killer <laughs> be oh, like god. did you bring Just... the mac and cheese and the gatorade like i sure did <laughs> just a nice road trip movie with them <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's the movie we deserve god damn it Actually, those movies do r- remind me a lot of each each other in their in their own way. Yeah, they're they're, they're tonally yeah. hard to describe, and mm-hmm. about this kind of outcast person who has been kind of repressed up until now, and then suddenly snaps and starts killing people. And yeah, there's there's a lot of. I mean, uh, I think May's better. I think it 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 has a yeah, better. I think it's a better film. Feel of yeah. the tone or tones. Right. It right. right. Uh, even though I still don't know how to, I mean, I guess I would label it as a horror film because it's predominantly horror. Sure, but it's still like it is really funny though too, and it's like I don't know. It's yeah, horror oh. dramedy thing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's in some ways you could say of, yeah. it's a lot like May's creature that she creates at the end of the film. <laughs> it's symbolically <laughs> the tone is a patchwork of all the films put together. <laughs> It's a pastiche, okay. It's, it is a pastiche. <laughs> it's a pastiche picture. That's what it it's is. It's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting on our educated hats this week. The layers of the yes, just keep peeling them back here. Well, did you notice that he had a tattoo of Frankenstein on? But yeah. did you also notice his last name is Stubbs, and at the end he only mm. has Stubbs. He only has Stubbs. 
I did notice that. I did see, because see. I am insightful <laughs> today. <laughs> Don't expect it every week, folks. But this movie no. brings out the insightfulness in us. It's great. It's you know, it's lovely. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Lucky McKee. Uh, he makes all these movies with like female leads and usually centered around uh, you know the woman experience, uh, mm-hmm. which is nice. I be- I mean, he's married to a woman, I believe, but I don't know what his sexuality is. But uh, you know, he's 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 tapped into something here. I, I, there's probably been a little bit of critique over some of the, like the highly sexualized nature of it. But at the same time, women can be sexual. Like I don't like why yeah. is this about like not I, even like this movie so much, but like all Taylors die and some of the other movies where they're just like really you know. Um, I have heard some some stuff about how it's it's you know the male gaze. That's a very popular right, term right. now. Yeah, the, the thing with the male gaze sometimes is too. It's like okay, there's this idea that we need to have less like female nudity, less female sexuality mm-hmm. on screen. And, and like my argument is uh, we don't need less of that. We need more of the male stuff, I agree. you know, so that, it e- so that it evens out, you know? Yeah. I think everyone should be naked and having sex, all yeah, genders, exactly. ethnicities, ages. For example, X mm-hmm. was great because it has older people having sex. And I support <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. I was like, good mm-hmm. for you. And if horror yeah. films have taught us anything, it's that repression ends in death and danger. All the time. Every the time. time. Every, every every single time. If you uh, see a repressed person in a horror film, they're likely going to kill you by the third act. Yes. Just remember that. Exactly. Camera, I feel like I had something insightful to say, but uh, again, there We're is a moment. It's gone. <laughs> we, we, that's all I have. Yep. That's all the insightfulness today. Yeah. Join us next week <sighs> as we talk Fun. about Breaking <laughs> 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about some i mean it, it it's it just doesn't feel like a movie that really cares about market trends or anything else no. it's just kind of doing its own thing and being odd and weird which is great because that's what the whole movie is it's this yeah. sort of oddball character and we don't care about trying to make something that people are necessarily going to love but mm-hmm. a lot of times when you do that you do find like a cult audience that ends up loving something because you're not Absolutely. making it for the general public you're just kind of making it for whoever likes it, which is, you know, nice. As you know, as you know, oh, as a filmmaker. Yeah, I mean, you can't please everybody. That's genuinely impossible. You know, there's no such yeah. thing as a perfect you, film. There's there's your no, idea you. of a perfect film, my idea of a perfect film, but that doesn't mean Joe Schmo there is going to think that our no. ideas are per- perfect, you know? and it's You get really boring movies or, yes. like pixar movies that are mm-hmm. like okay yeah are they just uh, uh, most most people like pixar movies enough but like are they right. movies that i i like i don't know watch all the time no <laughs> yeah it's it's it, there's this thing you know like i learned in film school the, the sort of by bible for storytelling these days is a mm-hmm. is a is a book called save the cat i, I don't i don't know if you've mm. heard of this book but it's i a, have not yeah. It is basically like a manual on like how to write a ho- Hollywood script. And it's like your characters mm-hmm. have to be likable and they have to do this thing within the first act where they save the cat, which means they do something nice for someone else. Like they help a homeless mm. person or they like literally save a cat, you know, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. not every great movie does that. And so, like, they're trying to make it seem like this, this is the way to make a likable character you're going to pull for. And it's like, it doesn't always work right. that way, you know? No. I mean, they might save a cat, but what if they, like, abuse their spouse? That doesn't make them likable. I mean, there's, you know, it's mm-hmm. it, there's there's so much room for, you know, error there. And people try to think that there's some sort of structure that's going to make a big hit, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't. Yeah. There's no yeah. formula. You get something where, like, you just start seeing, I mean, like all the Marvel movies. It's like, mm-hmm. you watch it, and it's like, okay, this is the same thing over and over and yeah. over again for the most, I mean, there are, there are some variations here and there, but uh, yeah. you watch it, and it's, it's like, okay, I, I walk out of there, and I'm like, okay, well, that, at least it turned my brain off for a couple hours, but, like, mm-hmm. was I moved by it? Yeah, no, it was not. See. You know, yeah, that, it's, that's it's, the it's problem. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've, I, I do wonder, though, if, if this film were to come out now, and it was put out by, like, A24, I feel like the reception would be very different. I feel like it Probably. might find a slightly larger audience if it was out these days. Probably. A24 is like in a weird transitional phase right now where they're yeah. like, it seems like they're taking risks on things that they hadn't, which is good because you mm-hmm. can't keep making the same thing over and over oh, again. God, no, you know? They're no. doing stuff like 
stuff like X and that yeah. <laughs> they're even putting out that what that the the uh, Marcel the Shell, you know, it's not a horror yeah, movie, but like it's yeah. like they're they're taking you know risks on really things cute, that aren't by the necessarily. Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do I really um, want to go see a movie about a shell? Yes, I do. I think yeah. I, I think I might go. <laughs> That's the way to do it because you, you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over no. again or else, again, you turn into, you know, Disney. Just right. all of their products are pretty much what you said. It's like they have mm. the rule book and you don't go outside of this rule book ever. So yeah. you know what you're going to see with every single Disney movie. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Disney owns everything now. So it's yeah. like you know what you're going to see when you go see a Star Wars movie. You know what you're going to see. When you go see a Marvel movie, you know what you're going to see. It's just like it's the it's the, they break out of the mold a little bit. You know? I know. I just got a letter in in the mail from Disney saying, "By the way, we own you too." And I was like, "God damn it!" Like <laughs> Disney, don't you have enough? It was only a matter of time. Oh, <laughs> so now I've got to make Disney movies. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm gonna yeah, yeah go God. do that. <laughs> They'll probably buy out Lionsgate at some point, like <laughs> yeah. everything else. Yeah. Now, if they remade May as a Pixar movie, that might be kind of cute. <laughs> that could be interesting. <laughs> They just did that turning red one, which is about like a girl getting a period or something. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but like it's okay. Well, that's Good something for them. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I support that. We didn't have enough period movies when I was a kid. All all we right. had was Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> one scene in My Girl, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, ginger I, snaps. I, I, but yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> ginger snaps. <laughs> oh man, they should remake all the period pieces as. Pixar films. <laughs> period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Really give those conservatives period piece. something yeah. to scream about. <laughs> <laughs> Not more period films for our children. Oh, I... oh no. <laughs> They're going to know what's going to happen when they reach a c- certain age. God forbid. What else about this movie? I don't know. Uh, generally positive reviews from critics which we haven't said that in a while <laughs> no we have not <laughs> we're getting highbrow this week <laughs> it has a 69 percent on rotten tomatoes you bet it does <laughs> <laughs> do you like pussycat 69 oh you know they 69 do 69 pussycat <laughs> <laughs> that's my new aol screen name <laughs> Join me in the erotic chat rooms later. <laughs> you just your picture's just like Estelle Getty. I'm here, pussy cat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Age, sex, location uh, about sixty nine, Miami, uh... <laughs> Sicily, Sicily, Sicily. Picture it. <laughs> Picture it. I'm a tall, twenty-year-old blonde. Okay, and this is why it was hard for me to get dates back in the day. Uh, <laughs> oh oh god! Now it's now it's all about basically like, oh, do I find this person attractive in the one picture they have put up? All right, well, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's usually that. a it's, it's, picture it's, from like ten years ago. Oh, usually, yeah. Uh, whatever. Always. Like people don't even bother like putting anything on profiles anymore. It's just like, okay, here's my picture. Uh, yeah, it's maybe, like, <laughs> great this tells me nothing about into you. everything <laughs> like okay yeah exactly wow exactly. open-minded are we <laughs> goodness how would you like to be a part of my human patchwork quilt <laughs> <laughs> swipe left <laughs> like what if may went on a dating app that would be <laughs> comedy gold I think I'll just make a, a profile for May and see what what I get on there. <laughs> just get a picture of Angela Bettis. Like, be like, hi, I'm May. I like dolls and amputation. I just started digging into the filmography of Argento. So trauma rock. Looking for someone. <laughs> looking for someone to show me the ropes. I'll show them some ropes too. Good with pets, usually, except cats. <laughs> that poor cat. <laughs> That's like the one scene that I don't think we really need it in the movie. Everything no. else is oh. fine, but well, it's just, it's 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 like that crazy girl trope, you know, like how in the nineties yeah. there was that boom of like you know the hand that rocks the cradle single white female right, right. Mm-hmm. a lot of them they, fatal, yeah. yeah they always kill an animal you know like single white yeah. female she kills the dog mm-hmm. because it won't come to her i'm like girl listen mm-hmm. 
that dog has a mind of its own. Okay, so yep. leave it alone. And I hate when they do of that. Of course, the rabbit. Oh, yes. Rabbit. The most famous animal killing of all time. Mm-hmm. Lord. It takes quite a bit to, to, to turn me against a, a nice problematic <laughs> woman it character does. on screen. <laughs> I don't like to admit it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to admit but, it. You know? <laughs> it's like, well, she killed a whole family of eight. Well, they were very unattractive. Okay? They I, really, <laughs> they weren't bringing much to the table. She had her reasons. Okay? <laughs> you know, you don't know her life. It's hard to be a woman today. Okay? <laughs> He wore white after Labor Day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What a monster. Who does that? <laughs> that would be good for like a wax museum too. Just like a gallery of like good for hers, you know. <laughs> Is this a room in the, the cursed museum yes. restaurant? <laughs> right next to the diva room. <laughs> the diva room. The good for her room. <laughs> the good for her room. <laughs> oh, what else? Okay. Uh, Ebert. Ebs. Haven't oh, talked e- about him in a while. E.B. Uh, he he liked this one. He gave it. In fact, he gave it four out of four stars. Oh my look at that. Eeb, look at you. I know. He probably thought Angela was very attractive, but you know what are you gonna do? I don't know why she can't get date. She's a very attractive lady, but she's depicted as a as as a creep. What? I don't understand. She, she reminded me of this quirky girl I dated in college. So I think this is a perfect film. <laughs> But what would Siskel uh, think? I think say? he was dead by this point. Oh, what would he think? He was dead by this point, but he would... Mm, there's kids in Jeopardy. Oh, oh my they, God, they, the kids they, in Jeopardy. They, so he would hate it. He, he would, would have walked it. out of the room at that scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like trash. Then, he was on board. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. So I do, weird. too. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but I think it's great. It's so It's weird. so fucked up. Because, like, the way it's shot, the way it's cut, it's like the... It's kind of dreamlike and bizarre. Right. And that yeah. music that's like so creepy and and like yeah. they're just it's like the, the the people in charge are like it seems like they're trying to help but they don't they don't work like like their legs stop working or something it it like should be deeply offensive but it's just so weird it's just so bizarre like just these kids crawling on glass just... and they're blind and it's it's just it's just. <laughs> There's just not. What, what do you do with this scene? It's so terrible. But like, it's, so uh, it's like they were like, okay, we we need a way for the doll to get torn apart, so that May has no one left. So let's what if we brought entire... in these blind kids? <laughs> this entire side plot, yeah. It's, it's because the whole time you're like, what is this blind kid subplot gonna lead to? You're like, right, is she right. going to like vo- vo- volunteer there and find true love and companionship? Yeah. Oh, no, no, she, she she does not. Once again, even the blind kids don't want her. OK, no, that's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. It is sad. She, she can't find anyone yeah. in the world to appreciate her. So it's such a shame. She has to make them. That's right. That's the lesson of the movie. <laughs> well, eventually we'll have virtual reality, so I guess maybe that'll be a thing. You'll just make someone who's you know, or a robot or something. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Like a sex robot that goes rogue. Right. There's my next movie. The problem, the problem with making someone, though, is that you make someone you think is going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but then you get bored with that person because they're so yeah, perfect. And exactly. it's really the imperfections that make you like someone, or See, even, if, even if it's not, yeah. There's that no. is the real lesson of the movie. Yes. yes. I was wrong before. You know, she, she makes someone who, at the end, who seems okay for like five seconds, but then she's going to have to contend with the fact that she just cut her eyeball out and killed a bunch of people. And, you know, yeah. it probably can't take this person with her to prison, you know? Well, I no, can't imagine. I'm sure there's rights for some, something. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the cell with this, like, amputated body. Maybe if she sews the body to her, she can be like, this is my Siamese twin, Amy. Like, we're just... There we go. <laughs> We did this together. Hey, so there we go. Yeah. Wherever she goes, I go, buckaroo. <laughs> it, it's it's disturbing. It's funny, mm-hmm. but like also, it I just makes you feel things, and that, yeah. I think that's the weird balance this movie like strikes, where it, it, it makes you feel a lot of weird emotions all at once, and uh, mm-hmm. it's complicated, complicated movie. Yeah, it, it's definitely one you have to sit on for a bit. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. Like I yeah. I think even when I first saw it. I knew I liked it a lot, but my right. first response wasn't, oh my God, a masterpiece. It was, I need to watch this oh, yeah. again. 
and I did like immediately. It's, it's taken a couple viewings, yeah, yeah, to really get into it, yeah. And and then I think yeah. after the second one was when I was like, no, this movie is pretty much brilliant, and then I just started to re- re- recommend it to everyone, which didn't yeah. always end well. Um, some people were like, you're really <laughs> weird. Why did you like this movie? <laughs> like my my mom decided to wa- watch it because I kept talking about it, and she was like, that was just so disturbing that was a weird movie i like how sometimes people are like are you aware like how weird this is i'm like yes i am aware of how weird yeah. this is. <laughs> that's why i like it <laughs> it's okay to to feel weird feelings you yeah. know it's it's it's, it's not uh, i don't know so it just makes people so uncomfortable sometimes that they mm-hmm. can't acknowledge that it's okay to be uncomfortable you know yeah. it's, it's, it's okay to watch a movie and feel uncomfortable and I like, like still appreciate it movie. You know? i think it's great yeah. Like we said, it's got a big cult following now. It's uh, or at least a decent-sized cult following. Uh, oh, this movie had three editors. The one that surprised Whoa. me the most, though, um, Rian Johnson, who is, of course, director of, like, Knives Out, oh my uh, God. Star Wars, Last Jedi, Looper, Brick. Like, I didn't know he was an editor wow. on this movie. Fun fact, May's full name is May Dove Candy, which, when said phonetically, is made of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> Thank you, IMDb trivia. The more you know. Yeah, we talked about the cast. You know, uh, uh, Jeremy Sisto, fresh off Six Feet Under, also a creeper in that movie, in that series. I mean, oh my uh, god, he was very, like trying to like very fuck his creepy. sister and shit. It's so weird, so so like, so so strange. Uh, so it was one of the strangest plots on that show, and it, it went on for quite a while. Uh, and uh, uh, James Duvall, who was in Donnie Darko right before this, mm-hmm. and uh, the Greg Araki's movies, and yeah, other stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a interesting little cast here. Absolutely. So, what is going on in this movie? Well, you got this young girl named May. Yes, and uh, May, and she has a problem because she has a lazy eye, and her mom's mm-hmm. like, "I got the solution. We're just gonna stick a pirate patch on your eye, and you're gonna make all kinds of friends." She does not. Which fixes everything. No. They just <laughs> everything's, everything's right. if she's a pirate. And she's like, no. And yeah. they're like, okay, well, bye then. You're just weird. She probably should have said yes because then yeah. they would have been like, oh, cool. I love pirates. But man, no, if there was like do? a sliding doors universe here where she was <laughs> yes. like, yes, I'm a pirate. Where would she, she be now? She becomes class president. Yeah. The most she's popular like the whole girl different in school. Movie. She wins. She wins becomes the prom Tra- queen. Tra- she... Tracy Flick and just <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> rules the world. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately but she no. doesn't though and and she has no, no friends except for her doll that she is mm-hmm. given um as a gift on her birthday right mm-hmm. and this doll is all behind glass and yes. is very creepy mm-hmm. she frightens me a good deal <laughs> and um annabelle has nothing on this little doll. no annabelle's got nothing this doll is terrifying no. Um, and so that becomes her only friend. And as the years go on, um, she still has no friends, but she knows how to sew and she makes her own clothes. So that's, you know, that's more than I, I can do. So yay. Um, and she does tell her doll, she tells her that she has met someone, well, really seen someone spying like a creeper Mm -hmm. who she's a little (laughs) taken with. This is a mechanic named Adam, who has very nice hands, in her opinion. Yes. I don't know mm-hmm. what qualifies nice hands. I really don't know. I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, oh, they've they've got great hands. Look at their nail beds. Look at their lips. Like, I'm not one of those people, you know? Yeah. I don't get why people no, fetishize super, that stuff. It's I'm weird. not super detail-oriented with no. human beings. I'm just like, oh, he's attractive. She's yeah. attractive. You know, that kind of thing. It's yeah, just but, weird. I don't know. But May is is not like that. She's really obsessed with no. these with these hands, and so yes. she proceeds to basically stalk him everywhere that he goes, trying to get his <laughs> yeah. attention. And um, and in the meantime, she does work at an animal hospital, where a receptionist named Polly is trying to get her attention. Yeah. In a variety of um, <laughs> interesting ways. Like I love the one where she's just like. May's like really excited to leave and Polly's just like really bored and and she and she she sees that May's about to leave and she starts like sucking on her thumb for some reason yes, <laughs> in like a yes. sexual way she's like mm. <laughs> like what's you that should call do? me some night we'll hang out and eat melons <laughs> eat or something some melons or something 
It's like, what are you going to be for Halloween? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's about to be Halloween. This is a Halloween film, y'all. Uh, yeah, she's carving pumpkins at one point. Yeah, and... look at that. With scooples. Mm-hmm. Scooples. Yeah, because their their um their boss is a vet who has an mm-hmm. accent, and they can never tell what he's actually saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we kind of get to see like the kinds of people that come into the vet, and like there's this guy who left, and when he came back, his dog had only three legs, and he's like, "Can yeah. you sew it back on?" And she's like, "I could, yeah." And um, this this movie is good with like world building, like creating yes. this weird little like offbeat universe. That's mm-hmm. I, I always find that great because it's like it sucks you into this other world, and you're like, okay, it's it's similar to reality, but like just right. different enough that you're like something's a little off here. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 a I mean it's a pretty grounded film, but it does have yeah. that that sort of otherworldly kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I love it, and. uh so May decides to make a nice snazzy red top that's really going to get Adam's oh, attention. Like, yeah, she's and a master seamstress here. Absolutely. She's, like I don't know why she's not just designer. doing that on the side. You know, like that's mm-hmm. come on, girl. And uh, and so she decides to stalk him at a coffee shop, and while he falls <laughs> asleep, she's like, she, well, first of all, when he's still awake. She goes up to get like a sugar cube, and she's trying to act all sexy. It's like the, it's like the way she's moving is so awkward. It's so funny, and yeah, she's yeah. like, she, it's just like the way she moves her legs. It's just, it's physical comedy gold, and um, and so then he falls asleep, and she's like, oh, it's my chance, and so she walks over, and she just like sticks her face on his hand, right on and, his hand. And she's like, "Oh, those hands feel so good." Like, like, ma'am, I believe this is molestation. And then, like, her hair t- tickles his face, and he w- wakes up, and he's all like, "Hello," and she just like backs off and like falls on her ass and like runs away. And um, does she have the con- the contacts at this point? Oh, remember. she has just gotten contacts because apparently these yes. are going to fix her lazy eye. Sure. And so she's all excited about that too, because she's because she doesn't yeah. have to wear glasses now. Right. Um, but she for a while she does wear those little. She'll be beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because her mother always basically told her that, like, you know, you need to be perfect, and stuff like yeah. that. So she has this mindset yeah. that you know she has to find someone who's perfect. She has to be perfect, and right. you know that right. never ends well, as we're going to see here. Yeah. And um, then. What 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 happens now? What is this? Uh, She's playing with a scalpel at one point. Scal- and then, oh my you know, god! Paris yeah, comes in and you get She's this. Like, what are you doing? Like, stabs her a little bit, and she's like, "Oh, you crazy bitch!" <laughs> this is like, actually, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Do me again. <laughs> <laughs> a little so bit of a masochist weird. up in here. Yeah? yeah, this is such a strange little scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then eventually, she does meet adam for real yeah at the laundromat I yes say. she's doing her laundry and she lets him borrow some of her detergent mm. and they start to have a little conversation he's a smoker so she pretends that she's a smoker too you know mm. and um and she basically just blurts out like i love your hands and he's like oh okay. well <laughs> i used to be a hand model and she's like i could see you doing that and he's like i'm kidding i'm just <laughs> I'm just, just kidding <laughs> and then she laughs way too loud and like Punches him. It's just so uncomfortable. <laughs> and the way she looks in this scene is so cute because she has her hair and like these like little pip, pig 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 tail things. <laughs> she's so cute. And then like she's like, you don't think I'm weird? And he's like, well, I do think you're weird, but yeah, I like weird. He likes weird. And then you're like, oh my god, like they might have a little thing. And he like he leaves her the six cigarettes and says that she needs to practice, you know, cause she's terrible at it. Um, and this should be the first sign that he's toxic. Okay. Red flag, right. plant that red mm-hmm. flag. Mm-hmm. And um, your body, ruining mm-hmm. your lungs. Exactly. All over a man. Come on, girl. Mm-hmm. And so they bas- basically make plans to like do laundry again and stuff, you know? And, um, and he's all like, these days? I'll see you around. And, she goes back home and she's in the elevator and she's like repeating it. She's like, yeah, see you around. See you around. 
and it's really cute. And she tells her doll, and her doll still looks like really pissed off because this doll has like a personality of its own. It all always looks a little pissed yeah. off, and yeah. you get the feeling like the doll's angry that she has a new friend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just you know, oh, it's bad. And then they run in yeah. into each other again. He's going off to lunch, and and he's like, hey, you want to have lunch with me? And she's like, sure. And so they go to this park. And they're splitting a, a sandwich, and he's all like, "So what do you do?" And she's like, "Well, I work at the vet." And he and she tells this story about this dog who's like, they used cat sutures instead of dog sutures because they ran out. So like, at one point, oh, the dog's stomach just splits open, oh. and she's like, "It was a mess." And then and I got he's to just clean like, it, "It was great." He's <laughs> like, "Uh, well, I'm not hungry anymore." And yeah. and then they they see these like blind kids that are playing, and she's all like, "Who are mm-hmm. they? Who were they?" And he's like, "These blind kids at the school." And she's yeah. like, "Oh wow, interesting." So stick a pin in that; they'll come back. Mm-hmm. They'll come back. And he's like, "Oh, I've got to go because um I've got to go see this this uh, Argento movie at the Beverly." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Who?" It's like, "You don't know Argento? You've never never seen Trauma? What?" And she's like, "No, that sounds fun." And um and she's like, do you want to like hang out again? And he's like, well, I've got to see this movie, but sure, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. So then they hang out again. They have like an actual date in like this right. d- dilapidated car and like this chop mm-hmm. shop, <laughs> and they have like mm-hmm. chips and salsa. <laughs> and like, it's really cute. And um and they're talking about like you know just d- being weird and stuff and mm-hmm. all that nice stuff and she's still obsessed with his hands because at one point he goes to scoop it and she's all like ah (laughs) like look at your hands and then they go back to her his place right and he shows her the room and it's like this like horror fan cave thing yeah and she's not phased by it she's like okay interesting exactly she's like this is cool and and he has like one of those like retractable knives and he's like you're on to me i'm gonna kill you and then he stabs her and it's fake and she's all like oh that's cool and she does it they kissed at the previous one or was it this one they i know they kiss and then she's like who taught you to kiss and yada 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 oh right yes yes there's the all all awkward kiss in his bedroom right Mm -hmm. that's right yeah um and then she goes back home and tells her doll that, like, you know, she did not te- teach her well at all. Right. And yeah, then, then there's the Yeah, she, she goes to his house where she had been waiting there for two hours. Oh, my God. So he, creepy. He came to the door. He's just like, how long have you been waiting there? And she's like, since, like. She's like, two hours. Two or something. Like, she's just. He's like, you must be joking, right? And he's, she's like, what do you think? Yeah, it's a little bit of a creeper. And he's like, okay, uh, do you want to watch my movie? And his movie is like this black and white student film about this couple who's having a picnic. And then they just decide to start eating each each other erotic cannibalism so she thinks that that's what he must be into because he makes movies about this exactly which is a a big mistake um yes and he's like so what did you think and he's like well um i thought the part where she bit off the finger was a little (laughs) far-fetched like i don't think she could have i don't think you could do that that one bite one (laughs) but then they start making out on the bed and things are going well until she bites his lip really fucking hard to like draw blood Mm -hmm. And he's like, shit, I'm bleeding. And she's like, I know. And she's like covering herself in his blood. And he's like, uh, this is too weird. And she's like, you like weird. And he's like, not that weird. Not that and weird, bitch. <laughs> he just like leaves. And as he's leaving, she uh, he hears her like scream at her d- her doll. And he's like, uh, wow, I really avoided a, like a huge issue here. I'm out. I told what she's like. I told you to face, face the goddamn, the goddamn wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> so then things get a little more uncomfortable. Like they meet again yeah. at the laundromat, and he's kind of distant and cold. Mm-hmm. And he tries to use a machine, and he, and he's like, oh, I guess it's bro- broken. And then he leaves, and she goes to try the ma- ma- machine, and it. And it works. And she's like, oh, no. He just wants to get away from me. 
And there's like a whole montage where like she's waiting for him to call and he never calls and it's just it's really sad. It's sad. It's sad. And um and then she eventually goes to his house and she's like eaves dropping as he's talking to his roommate and they're all like, "Yeah, she's crazy. Like she's nuts and stuff." And mm-hmm. and then he and then she hears another woman's voice in there, which is his new girlfriend. And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh no." And she's just humiliated. And then she sort of basically just like runs into the arms of Polly, who's like, yeah, finally like let's hang out and like, mm-hmm. and there has been a scene where like she's tried to seduce her with really cheesy music in the uh, like the, <laughs> yeah. the filing room. She's like, <laughs> that's a great yeah. scene. Yeah, and has she given her the cat at this point to look after? I- think she has i believe okay. loopy yes yeah. L- loopy the cat yeah, yeah. and Poor um me. and so then like at polly's polly like starts making out with her and may is just kind of like eh. and then as polly's like going down on her like she sees mm-hmm. um on polly's hand she has this like very unsightly mole <laughs> and mm. she's like yeah. oh no she's not per- perfect either yeah. What am I gonna do? She loves Polly's neck, though. Yes, she's, she's obsessed with with her neck. So we got Adam's hands, Polly's neck, mm-hmm. yeah, and then pretty soon she's gonna find more stuff. And so then, like, she's mm-hmm. sort of lonely, so she decides to, um, she decides to volunteer at this school for blind kids. Mm-hmm. And when she goes, I love the res- like the goth receptionist who's like picking her nails with with like a fork or something yeah <laughs> and then she's like what kind of kids do you want to see we got them all like what do you want it's like so you only only like a specific type of you know yeah. kid and stuff and so she goes and um and she's actually making friends like she meets this kid who makes her an, an ashtray and mm. she's like oh thank you and she uses that and um and then eventually, I'm, does the cat die before the blind kids? I'm trying to remember. I think so, but yeah. like, there's a couple blind kid scenes because she gets yeah. the, the the ashtray, and that's what mm-hmm. she uses to kill the cat. Yeah, with. but then eventually she decides she's gonna bring the doll to the blind kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because she also she keeps trying to call Adam, yeah. and he always has these ex- right. ex- excuses. Right. Like she cannot right. give it up. And I think she went over to Polly's again at one point and mm-hmm. saw that there was a little. She was g- hooking up with two pairs of legs, basically. That's mm-hmm. all we see it initially. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Polly offers a little menage a trois, and she's like, eh, I don't think so. Exactly. So now she's learned she can't rely on anybody except her dear yeah. friend, her doll. Mm-hmm. I am my own best <laughs> friend. And that's what she sings to the blind kids. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> yep. And, um,. <laughs> And so she goes back and she's like, this is my one true friend. And I didn't realize it until just now. Mm -hmm. And they're Mm -hmm. like, take it out of the box. And she's like, it doesn't come out of the box. And they're like, but we want to see it. We want to touch it. And, and she's like, no, you can't do that. And then they start like, they become like a horde of kids trying to open up this case and it slips and falls and shatters everywhere. And the glass flies all over the the floor and the teachers are like oh no glass kids don't do it and yet the kids start crawling on their hands and knees through the glass (laughs) trying to get the doll it should be so (laughs) fucking terrible and it is but it's it's just sensory overload like there's just so so much much going on on. and the music is at like a 10 it's all like oh like oh my god what's happening and they like rip the doll apart the 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 doll has been completely torn apart and Mm -hmm. she's heartbroken and she tries to put the doll back back together again but she can't she can't put her Mm -hmm. friend back together and Mm -hmm. she she starts like rubbing her eyes and there's like a piece of glass in her eye. It's, it's a little, um, and then, um, like she starts to get phone calls from Polly, like, Hey, I haven't seen you at work. What's wrong? You know? And then she sort of decides like, okay, I need to, I need to figure myself out here. And she meets this guy on a, a bench, this kind of like 
very odd dude with a weird punk rock tattoo. Kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got like this crazy yeah. hair. <laughs> right. So and he's got the Frankenstein tattoo. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She's just like talking, like y- you know how like all these people have these like you 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 think you like them, but then you see all of these parts you you mm-hmm. don't you don't like mm-hmm. and. And he's like, I understand. Yeah, let's go back to your house. And um, and he has this obsession with so they, jujubes too. He's like, yeah, he's obsessed with them. He's such a weird character. And yeah. He's like, can I take my shirt off? And oh, do you have any ice? So I can put ice on my nipples. Rub like, on my nipples. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Which is but my then, line during like, foreplay. Um, yeah, but then he <laughs> finds the cat in the freezer and freaks out, and she's like, "Oh, we're, we must be best friends now." And yeah, he's like, like, "No, you, know, you my fucking secret. freak." I'm like, "You're, you're like, you're pretty freaky too, dude." Yeah, <laughs> like, have you seen your hair? It's frightening. Yeah, uh, yeah. And have you so seen your nipples? There, she's <laughs> there's ice cubes on them. <laughs> and so she's like, "You know my secret now, so we're gonna be friends." And he's like, "No." And so no, instead, no. she grabs a pair of scissors and sticks them through his hand and then through his head. And like, yep. kills him. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? This is going to a dark place. And then she decides, mm-hmm. I need more parts, because I'm gonna re- yep. reconstruct my friend who has fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then she decides to go measure Polly's neck because she's like, I want to make you, you know, a blouse. So I'm gonna need some measurements. Yeah. And then yeah. she meets Polly's friend too. Who uh, yeah. has a great pair of legs, and she's like, "Nice gams," mm-hmm. you know. Nice gams. <laughs> and um, and they kind of talk about her behind her back, and she's all like, "Fervink," and you're like, "Oh, she's not long for this world. She'll be out in a second. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Maid like talks to her about like, "Have you ever thought about getting that mole removed?" And she's like, "Well, my grandmother said that like, it's our imperfections that make us interesting." And, and she's like, "Yeah, and okay, she's just sure. Like, mm-hmm. All right, sure." <laughs> she's a liar, but okay. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and then she runs into Adam in the park a- again. And he's like, hey, yeah. I'm sorry about everything. Like, how's everything going? What are you reading? And she's right. like, stuff about amputations. And she's like, I'll see you around. And then she, like, she waves at his <laughs> hands, too. Like, I'll see you later, yeah. too. It's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's time for Halloween. And boy, Halloween? does May have a costume. She goes dressed as her doll. It's kind of cool, actually. She, like, paints her face all, like, porcelain white and has the bright red lips and the same, you know, dress and stuff. It's really cool. And she just walks around with this big cooler. (laughs) And she starts. First, she goes to Polly's. And she's like, hey, you want to hang out? And she's like, well, actually, I'm waiting for someone. But, yeah, I can hang out for a bit. And Ooh, she pulls out yeah. these scalpels, and and this Polly's so like, "Oh, what yeah. what was this kinky?" And she's like, "I know yeah. you'd never hurt me, May." And then May well, just like yeah. slices into her neck. It's so nonchalant and just like, "Well, yeah, all right, I'm gonna do this." It's it, very so uh, clinical, I guess, because she's I love it. that's who she is. Yeah. Know? And then her her friend, I believe her friend's name is Ambrosia, right? It's like, is that a real name? Yes, Ambrosia. Like, is it this is character not. actually supposed to be a hooker or a stripper? Because at some point, Polly <laughs> does say, "Shut up, hooker." I'm like, is that Shut just up, a hooker. term yeah. of endearment, or is she actually a hooker? I don't know. Because the name Ambrosia that does not sound like a baptismal name. <laughs> that sounds like a stripper name. I'm just gonna say it. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real I, name. I've, I've... I've known a couple Ambrosias in my life, and they did not have good relationships with their father. <laughs> no, if you know what I they mean. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ambrosia comes in with her delightful gams, and she's like drinking milk out of the carton, and she's like, Polly, hurry up. I got to piss like a racehorse. And um, May shows up, and she's like, Ah, you, what are you doing here? And, um, and she's all like, Can you turn for me? And she's like, What? She's like, just turn around. I want to see your legs. And she's like, I thought they were gams. And she's like, gams, okay. stems, <laughs> wheels, whatever. She's just like, turn around, bitch. <laughs> and so at this point, she's just like, well, just, just fucking turn around. I'm done. She's like playing games here. <laughs> she's like, okay, fine. And then she's like, how is that? And she's like, perfect. And then she like sticks her in the head with like, is it like chopsticks or something? It might or still like be like knitting yeah, needles the, or something. They look like knitting needles. It could still be the scalpels, but it's I don't like know what. Right something, in the head. Something sharp. Something sharp, and then sharp. Yeah. The blood goes into the milk, and then yeah. I guess she chops off her legs, and then 
is carrying around her her, her big cooler of body parts. And then she passes oh, like, she, like a trick or treater, and they're like, yeah. "You got any cold ones in there?" And she's like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> I think she sees a couple making out twice in an elevator, and yes. one of them is Lucky McKee. Lucky McKee, himself. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think she sees them like earlier in the movie, and then right after yeah. the doll disin- disintegrates, and she's right. drenched in blood. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then she stops by Adams. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And he's dressed like a, like a Roman, Roman dude or something, like yeah, yeah, empire, emperor, something like that. And um, and his girlfriend's there, Caesar. and mm-hmm. like they start like making out. It's really uncomfortable, and May is obviously just like plotting their destruction. And she's like, yeah. "Just touch me with your hands." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> and and she's and she's like, "Just." Do it, do it. and then like like he does it and then she like grabs his hand and then sticks uh, like a scalpel into the girlfriend's neck and then mm-hmm. he just starts screaming and mm-hmm. then it kind of cuts away to her coming back to um to her apartment with all the body parts and then it kind of shows you what happened like she s- stabs him yeah. in the stomach and then chops off his hands and then she starts to construct this perfect friend with all these body parts and this is when the score goes like full like danny elfman crazy and i love it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. and she's stitching together this person and she completes it and she's like there we go and then she's like um well uh you're not moving so you can't even see me you know she's like what am i gonna yeah. do about this and then she's like well i've got this lazy eye that i've always hated it's it's my imperfect perfection so i'm gonna give it to you so that you can see me so she gets a pair of scissors and cuts out her fucking eye Uh, it's horrifying and then it's like one of the most uncomfortable uh, scenes in like any horror movie it's so it's just a lot uh, and just like her scream is just like oh it's just so scary and she puts the eye in the socket and then like she's starting to bleed out you know because i mean as you would Right. And so right. this last part, you don't know if it's real or if it's just like her imagination or what. But then like she's right. cradling this this person, I guess. And all of a sudden, like its arm just kind of starts to move and like starts like stroking mm-hmm. her face. And right. she's just like smiling and kind of happy. And then it just cuts to black. Exactly. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that I was also like how the eye. The eyeball just like rolls right off. Like yeah. it didn't even do anything. It's like it, okay, it so you basically plop. cut out your eye for nothing. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Because she's like got it in like a ski mask. Yeah. Like because I know it's Polly's neck, but whose face did she use? You know, you never know. I, yeah, I don't even know if if she even used a face or just yeah. stuffed it full of feathers or something. Yeah, yeah you think she would have found a perfect head somewhere? But you would think I she didn't. I mean, it seems like this takes place in L.A. There, there should be like some really dull but pretty actor that you know sh- yeah, she could yeah. just de- de- decapitate and then. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. But that's what the movie. Was Tom Cruise <laughs> doing that day. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Speaking to Zenu. But yes, finally she is seen for the first time in her life, and it's probably the end of her life. But yes. <laughs> she had her moment. It's uh, very similar to the end of The Voices where, like, he has this come-to-Jesus moment, right? Where it's like, yes. you know, for the first time, I am accepted by people. But are you or are you just dying? I don't know. Yeah, there's no musical number in this, which is a shame. But I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it could have benefited from a May Goes to Heaven scene. I think so. I think <laughs> sing a happy song, May. Sing a song. But it it is, there's a lot of connective similar connective tissue between this and office killer and the mm-hmm. voices and all about these people who have all this repressed shit and end up snapping and killing a bunch of people. And, yeah. uh, they all, they all have, well, not all of them, I guess, uh, the voices, he has people that talk to him and tell him what to do just like may does. Um, so yeah. I mean, I guess Doreen's corpse party friends probably talk to her a bit. Yeah, maybe. that's I mean, true. We, she does have a corpse Actually, party. there is a scene in that, right? Where like, there's like a weird scene where, like we're right at the end where she's setting everything on fire where like she hears everyone talking and like they're just oh, yeah, gallivanting yeah, about yeah. And, you know yeah, so I, yeah. I guess I guess she hears That's things too there's a, a lot of uh, 
similarities between these choices of ours lately. Yeah. Didn't in- didn't intentionally do that. We did not It's just, it it's just nope. I don't know why we're in this weird state, but we are. Weird, weird mood. Yeah. And just watching it, you know, I've seen so many other films that have tried to balance the sort of dark comedy yeah. drama horror thing, and they haven't right. succeeded. And yet, this is mm-hmm. one where I feel like it succeeds as a drama, as a horror film, and as a dark comedy all at once, which is very hard yeah. to do. And it's got a Halloween setting, so it's mm-hmm. a great Halloween movie. And it uh, is. You get a uh, wonderful idiosyncratic, idiosyncratic performance from everybody, but mm-hmm. Anna Faris just uh, off the charts. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but she's, she's great. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and of course, yeah, uh, um, everybody, you know, yeah. Jeremy and uh, Angela, of course. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be seen, okay? <laughs> Say me. Say me. Let me touch Feel your face. Me. No, touch my face. Touch my face. <laughs> touch my face, bitch. <laughs> and that could um, be May's head headline on her dating profile. <laughs> touch my face, bitch. <laughs> what a great way to end May. May, yeah. yeah. May. Tra-la, twas May, the lusty month of May. Yeah, and it was very lusty, especially if you're Anna Ferris. I mean, it was yeah. very lusty. <laughs> she brought the lust into May. <laughs> do you have an overlooked gem? You bet I do. This one is so yeah. overlooked, I've overlooked it myself. I can't find it. Where where is it? I don't know. <laughs> you're talking about it. I'm blind. I can't see you. Where, where, where is it? <laughs> it's called The Temp. Ah, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It is a film from the early 90s starring one Lara Flynn Boyle. And Timothy Hutton and wait for it, Faye motherfucking Dunaway. And what a yeah, what a what a part directed by Mr. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yes. And it just came out on Blu-ray a few months ago from Scream Factory. Um unfortunately mm-hmm. it does not come with the original alternate ending, which has been described in the extras and it sounds delightful but unfortunately i guess they mm. can't find it but this is a movie very much in that single white female hand that rocks the cradle vein um that's what i've only seen bits and pieces of this on tv as like a youngin so i need to sit down and watch it's good fun too does it make cool. any sense not really but <laughs> who cares about that when it's so much fun because yeah. it's about this guy yeah. timothy hutton who works at this cookie company and there's a temp played by Laura Flynn Boyle, who comes in and tries to, like, usurp him and steal his job and turn everyone against him. But is it really her doing it, or is it maybe someone else, or is he going crazy? What's happening? Who can we trust here? And it's it's a lot of fun. It's just campy goodness from start to finish. And Faye Dunaway giving the performance of her career with a nothing role. I mean, she commits hard to this. You thought it was Mommy Dearest, but no, it was The Temp. I mean, if you've seen her scold her child about wire hangers, you, you that's nothing compared to her t- talking <laughs> about trying to get just the right cookie r- recipe. I mean, she, she gives it the same amount of ferocity, and I appreciate that. I really do. Ah, Faye. <laughs> what would we do without Faye? <laughs> Poor deranged Faye. I love her. May she live forever. She scares the shit out of me. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> She's the scariest person on earth. <laughs> uh, have you met her personally? No, no. I've just heard all these no, just, stories just, about like how she yeah, terrorizes yeah, yeah. everybody. Oh yeah, I've heard. I've heard stories. Yeah, <laughs> like that play that she was in. Like, was it a, yeah. a few years years ago where they were going to mm-hmm. take it to Broadway, but she kept throwing her salads at like these these <laughs> gay PAs, gayest yeah, the gayest assistant <laughs> who was like she, she called she me called cake and everything. little homosexual boy. <laughs> That's the movie that we need. <laughs> Just faint throwing s- s- salads at pan- pan- panicking gay PAs. Just freaking It's a out. like Devil Wears Prada hacks thing <laughs> yeah. with just like. The devil throws salads. <sighs> I would go see uh, it. If <laughs> Actually, well, write it and make it yourself. If they did it in the style of The Temp or The Hand That Rocks the yeah. Cradle, where it's like an actress <laughs> from hell. You know, yeah, sure. That'd and you're great. like, That'd is she killing people, or is it someone else trying to make her look bad? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would see that. 
is it Jennifer Jolie or is it someone else doing this? <laughs> Parker Posey is Faye Dunaway. <laughs> it's Faye Dun- oh God, that would be great. How perfect. That would be so great. <laughs> oh, heaven does exist, <laughs> and it's that movie. Oh, heaven is a place on earth. Mm-hmm. So, what's your um, <laughs> o- overlooked gem for the week? <laughs> well, it, it does not top that one. It is, but is it is also a psychological thriller of sorts Ooh, here. Classy. It is, a, it is a movie from from 2011 called Take Shelter. Mm. Um, is it a horror movie? I don't know if it's a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller. You know, one of those movies. Mm. Uh, but it's uh, it's about this guy played by Michael Shannon. He lives in a small Ohio town with his loving wife played by Jessica Chastain. Never heard of her. Um, never. <laughs> what a one-hit wonder. Lord. Whatever happened uh, to her. And they have a daughter. They, whatever, they have a daughter. Um, and, you know, money is tight. Um, but the family gets by. But uh, this guy, you know, Curtis is his name, played by Michael Shannon. He begins having all these terrifying visions and dreams of this, like, apocalypse that's going to rain down on everyone. And... Uh, he doesn't confide in anyone about this. He just decides he's going to start building this storm shelter in the backyard. And then all the strange behavior just keeps getting crazier and crazier. The marriage starts falling apart. Um, it's one of those movies that's all about kind of existential dread and uh, families falling apart because the dad can't handle life. And uh, it's got this crazy-ass ending that's kind of like May where you're like, is this actually happening or is it just all in his head? Uh, but it's good. It's it's uh, it's good stuff. I've only seen it once, but I liked it enough to recommend it. So there we go. Well, that's good that's enough. Very for psychological. Me. Yeah, it's very psychological. That's what they would say. Um, some people said it's a horror film, but really, it's much more complicated than that. It's really a story about humanity it's a, and. Uh, it's a purposefully okay. subtle blend of drama, terror, and dread. Really. I mean, there's so a few decapitations, but it's still very psychological. Really. <laughs> There is a scene where they (laughs) skull fuck a corpse, but really, it's all part of the psychological dread. You know, it's not. Well, where do you think the psychological part comes from? The brain, which is in the corpse's head, and that's what they're fucking when. There you go. go. (laughs) Very Freudian kind of thing, you know. Uh, This is why we're not psychologists. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in June, which is tomorrow after this episode airs. So. uh, Whatever the hell we end up covering, like you said, we don't yeah. even know. But uh, we're close to our hundredth episode, so uh, That's right. we do have some sort of plan for that ish. But we'll figure it out. Well, you can follow us. That is something that you could do. Yes, I, I feel like I forget this sometimes, but we are on social medias. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, H H H Podcast. We are on Instagram, Homos on Haunted Hill. That is all one word, AOL keyword, Homos on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Letterboxd. You can find us on iTunes. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Oh my God, people leave reviews on iTunes. Thank yeah. you to those who have. That's awesome. Uh, how wonderful. If I could, I would take the best pieces of every single one of you That's and right. t- turn it into <laughs> the perfect human being. <laughs> yes, what do you all think your best pieces are? We're just asking. We're not, we're not, we're not no reason. Lunchtime we're poll. Just, we're just curious. Just curious. <laughs> A nice shin cap? Are you a, a Ooh, shin cap fan? I love a good shin. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I had a good shinning in forever. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> right in my Achilles heel. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk to you. Talk at you. Next sure week. will. Okay. Keep Goodbye. on trucking, y'all. Bye, pussycats. Bye.